0: blow TNT 40k I on I remember they sleeping thing a Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shooter Shop podcast. I am your host C Diddy aka Kyrie Irving, aka Diddy Hendrix, aka Diddy Quarantino, aka NBA Youngboy, aka Booster Douglas, aka aka Lufa Vandros, aka Brick for Columbus. AKA the one true king of the South, AKA still him over there. On the hotline, as always, is my wonderful and gracious co host.
1: Hey y'all, it's your girl, Allie Nicole, AKA that your favorite little shit talker, AKA that bald headed badass, AKA Mrs. Trick Mama Dallas, AKA I'm single again, we're back on the prowl. <laughs> Aka that little baby who's gonna still sit her ass in the house. <laughs> Calvin, how you been? What's going on in your world?
0: Um, we busy. I mean, I, I, I a couple. I think a week I saw God listed off all the things that are on my plate, and people had their opinions and their shocks and everything like that. Um, you know, we back. We 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 started up school this week. We're we're actually recording after class, so you know. There's that. You know, I'm still working. My job my job's got the, the nerve to ask me to do work that's directly related to why they hire me. I don't know why. Um, you know, you know, I do think there is, you know, there's being gracious and also being realistic. I do think that the amount of money, and it's part of the reason it's because of the negotiation process that we had with the job, the amount of money they're paying me is not cons- is not consistent with the amount of work they're respecting of me, but I think that's almost in every capitalistic society job. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, But we're busy in, in, in Ohio, we're in, in the midst of winter. So, you know, that, that can affect people's moods and everything like that. But you know, me, I'm trying to stay positive, test negative. I, 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 I try to, you know, take my weekly COVID test, just make sure I'm not unwittingly, you know what I'm saying? Uh, being a, being a super spreader out here. So, you know, that's that's where I'm at. How how are you? Uh Miss Mamas.
1: Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm exhausted. Today was a very, really, very, very long day. Past couple weeks have All good things, but today is just like, oh, wow, still so late. I'm tired. My job is actually going Actually work going well. Kiddo is off week. Kiddo. Um Yeah, me and the shorty I was I was dating a while I like, fine, and me, and me, but we're still equitable, so like, I love it. And I think this is the first, like, quote unquote breakup that I've had been like, All
2: right, all right, good. all right, I'm gonna and, fuck like, with you. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna fuck with you. Like, it wasn't traumatic, it wasn't dramatic at all. It was like, All right, so my homie, so my nigga, I still love you, I'm gonna still see you from time to time. Give me nothing to love, and I, I love you. Love that. That's that's uh that is actually a sign of a lot of growth and maturity. The fact that I don't have a breakup, I don't have anybody. like I don't have anything that's just like oh this shit fuck I, I got another person in the world I got to fucking look out for like no like it's not like that. I have I have relationship transition. And it's okay, and this transition from romance to platonic. I guess a couple of my relationships too, but I'm actually excited about that. Like. You know, son, it's is a heartbreak hotel. Like, I gained, I didn't lose a boyfriend, I gained a friend.
0: I think, you know, breakups, <laughs> breakups kind of uh, relationships and how they start, in my opinion, right? I think that if you, you know, and sometimes breakups can feel like exit interviews for jobs. Like, I wish, I wish you the best of your future endeavors, um. You know, let me, you know, let me know if you need references for any new, for any new opportunities that you may come across.
1: Yeah, like, Rob will absolutely tell your girlfriend you're the best that ever happened. Like, like you, for sure.
0: Hey, but, hey, I hey, hit, hey, hit, hey, hitting up, never mind, almost, I, that was going to be unnecessary, that was going to be accidentally petty and I didn't need to do that. Um,
1: yeah, like, I know, like, doing a reference check on your boyfriend these days probably
0: isn't a bad idea. But I just, I just think, you know, because, like, like the the whole idea of just like asking a a, a past you know co- connection or contact about your current you know I think I think my pride wouldn't allow me to do that, but I'm not knocking anyone who is who has chosen to go that route. You know, we in 2022 now, there are no rules anymore. I think the rule is do whatever makes you happy.
1: And you know what? That's exactly what it is. Could you like to talk to Sounds like both.
0: Yeah, let's get it popping. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it popping. I think we, 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 we got a lot of things to touch upon, so you know let's get a, let's go ahead and get a shaker.
1: Uh,
2: so we lost two more giants in the fashion world and I wanna prolific in their and they just weigh in the industry.
1: You will never, like, Uglar has such a, a, a distinctive design, you know. You can put your eyes on it and just know that that is a very,
2: that is a very good design. Sorry, guys. I told you I'm exhausted. I'm my head. But,
1: like, I, and how do I describe his dresses and his design? It's almost just like it gives nightmare before Christmas. It's like this, 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 eerie elegance behind it it's just it's out of this world i love it like do you know what i would do for a mueller design inspired wedding
0: um probably some things that are illegal and we can't mention on the podcast
1: like maybe like maybe a reception like maybe give that at the reception but anyway and i remember my introduction
2: and and i remember just being for it was very very it's been very few in that black and
1: it's how do I say of course I'm coming up from a generation where black women are kicking down doors like of course but I'm a 90s baby so that was still a very very new concept and idea and then to have it represented by a black man who was so bold. And of course, I had a career that was followed by drama and dramatic. You know, CC Anna went for But that's what you get when you have something as special as him and something as marvelous spectacular and the way that in the imprint that he left on the road. So 2022 has come in swinging. <laughs> So and I feel like this is—I mean—we know this is at least the second episode in the past couple of weeks that we've had. They are just someone prolific. So again, maybe fashion
0: I mean, it's like I think you know me I, I, I stay in my lane, and so you know, when when news passing because obviously I'm not necessarily in in, in the fashion. You know what I'm saying, industry as as I am in other industries. So, you know, I can't I can't speak to um a lot of this, but I do remember someone saying that uh that the white man's role in Devil the Devil Wears Prada was actually Andre. They just whitewashed him to fuck out that role. Is that correct? But he
1: had, if I'm not mistaken again, didn't he have a cameo?
0: I listen you do 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 your Googles, but I will say anytime that a black queer man um is able to put an imprint on an industry that is not does not have a lot of people who look like him, um, you know, you gotta give your you gotta give your props and your credence to that. So you know what I'm saying rest in peace to Andre for sure. And Mugler, I mean, even you you even if you're not super into like the high fashion, like his name still rings bells all throughout, just off the strength. so rest in peace to them both for sure
1: absolutely, absolutely. so Twitter has had the women by toe code, and that toe code is called a kind of like a lot of regarding regarding that. In regards to dating. Y'all
2: treat accountability the way vegans treat hamburgers. Okay. I'm on y'all ass. I'm sorry. Okay. I feel like you
1: got an axe to grind, Calvin. What-
0: <laughs> so, the first axe to grind, right? And the first axe to grind is uh, this this TikTok went viral on Twitter. And it was Shorty um, kind of talking about first impressions. And apparently, she, she and, and this guy had like you know been talking for a couple of days. Conversation went really well. They planned the first like link up, first date, whatever you want to call it. And you know, over the course of conversation, she picked up that dude was like a a, a cigar aficionado, right? And so her dad was also a cigar aficionado. So you know, using her resources. Um, talk to her dad, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um his dad like gave a cigar, you know what I'm saying? Um the mom like kind of gave her you know, like you just're not gonna give a plain cigar, like you know what I'm saying, like wrap it up and you know, p-
1: yeah,
0: she wrapped- wrap you know, wrapped it in like a paper bag some twine. You know, they gave a, a cigar cutter and she, you know, shared the experience and said, like the guy really liked it, like, hey, you really stood out. Now on the surface. That don't sound that controversial, does it? That don't sound controversial.
1: Honestly, to me, I thought
0: that was sweet. It, bro, it was, it was, it was sweet. It was, really? it, was sweet. It, was, it was sweet. It was thoughtful. And I've, told, I, I've said this on the podcast plenty of times. The bar is so low for women when it comes to, like, impressing men that, like, that, like he literally said, like, yo, doing that shit, which, again, cost her no money. It like, she didn't even buy the cigar. Like, that was one of her dad's cigars cost her no bread like no you st- he's like damn you you stood the fuck out again on the surface seems real not controversial oh boy <laughs> we were wrong it sparked a whole a whole debate about you know they called the woman a pick me they call you because yeah. it got, it got so yeah. Go ahead, because you know I'm I could go on all day, but I'm gonna make sure you get your points across.
1: So here's my my thing about it. The cigar was a really gesture, and it doesn't matter if you paid nothing for it or paid a hundred dollars for it or paid a hundred fifty dollars for it, whatever. It doesn't matter. The gesture was really really sweet, and sometimes, and I hate to say this Women sometimes very short sighted. There, I said it. You want to fall? You want men fall madly in love? I'm going to say all the words, but (laughs) because I think that when women make me do things like agree with men, I have to at least like. All right, it has to come from my mouth. Okay.
2: Sure, sis.
0: Go ahead, girl.
1: When women make me agree with men, like. Y'all made me side with Brittany Renner. Do you understand how mad I am at all?
0: Oh no, listen, cause we cause we didn't talk about it last week, or, uh, you know, them podcast niggas. I don't I don't co sign them. I'm mad. I'm actually mad at them podcast niggas because they got everybody else talking bad about every other podcast. Wait a minute, motherfucker. We all not like that motherfucker. Continue though. We're not.
1: But there is something to be said about quote-unquote podcast posters. So, <laughs> maybe not this episode, but we should talk about it. But
0: I'm just sick of y'all trying to lump our shit in the back. Like we don't actually talk about shit. Fuck y'all niggas.
1: <laughs> but I do I think my thing about it is this, and I'm gonna just go ahead and cuss out our us women folks. But my issue is that women if y'all expect women to come in, play Prince Charming Tiss Your Ass, and I too am Nick. Like, I definitely expect a man to do a little bit of ass kissing, a little bit of chasing that Prince Charming shit absolutely right up my motherfucking belly. Kiss his is I. That's my shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: However, I don't mind tricking on a nigga that I like. I don't mind going out of my way for a man that I like or that I'm trying to express. Like, maybe if he like after we go out for a couple of days or a date or two, hell. I'm okay with like, all right, if we've been talking for a couple dates and on the first date I see something, it doesn't sound like the young lady went out of her way, you know what I'm saying, to like make this thing happen. It was a first date she wanted to pull up with a gesture. I like that her gift him a cigar the way that I get flowers. I've definitely gotten flowers on the first date. I think it's the sweetest, most thoughtful thing in the world. But you're upset with her because he gave this nigga uh, essentially flowers on the first date. Now, do I understand the juxtaposition like how weird it looks and how like non-traditional that is? But for a generation who will sit here and talk about how we get to make our own rules, I see a woman actually doing that. It's in practice, not just theory. And we dogged her because like, sis, get up. Why are you simping? It's too soon for that. But like these are coming from the same mouths of the same women that expect to get to pay for her outfit before the first date. It's Ooh, giving- she preaching! <laughs>
0: it's giving home. Listen, listen. I I am genuinely shocked on how correct you are right now cuz you know our this podcast was built on disagreements between me and you but like you you right and it, that's the whole thing it's like the energy being not being reciprocated, you know what I mean? It's like it, cuz again the Venn diagram of women who want for nigga to to to, to pay for their outfit, pay for their hair, all types of what some would call outlandish shit. And the in the in the in the women who think her getting a cigar is too much. It's pretty much a circle. Like you want, you know what I'm saying? You want this man to do all of this off top. And if he
1: and if No Hear me go out. ahead girl. Do I think that the gift if it's it's one of those things like that was a very neat gift. You know, that was a very neat she knew that. That was something that she had spent time, clearly they spent some because time
0: Because she time was listening
1: You know what I'm saying? She was paying some attention to this man It wasn't like she went out and was just like, okay, well I'm about to pay a car note You know what I'm saying? Like I'm about to pull up and pay this nigga's rent on the first date or something like that. Then it'd be like alright sis, get up. It's a fucking dog The same way that if that nigga pulled up with a bouquet of flowers for her It's, it's, a, it's flowers. They'll be dead in three days Five If you're good, but like, it's not that big of a deal. And like I said, for a generation of people who talk about, oh, we make our own rules and we don't have same generation of people talking about sneaky links and no, no fucking titles. You're looking at this girl crazy for actually wanting. A little bit of a sense. I think It's,
0: kind of it's not like she proposed to the nigga, <laughs> like, you feel me? Yeah. Like, make sure he didn't, like, shorty got down on bended knee and gave the nigga cool ring, bro. Like,
1: y'all got real weird about that fucking cigar and it's irritated because it's just like, now if that nigga would have pulled up on her with, like, a broken bag full of fucking $10,000 on the first date, y'all be talking about pressure uh, or energy. Uh, 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 applying
0: pressure. I, that's why I won't settle for anything. Like, shut up. Shut up.
1: We, we, like
0: we, honestly,
1: I, I don't think that, like I said, I think women can be sometimes very short-sighted. Most women. times. And I don't see an issue with this young lady saying, hey, here's, oh, you like cigars. My parents, my dad also likes cigars. I have to stop by there anyway. I'm going to go get you a cigar. It was free.
0: Oh, like, literally, like, you know what I'm saying? The whole thing was like, is free it shows that she was paying attention to what this nigga talking about again which ties into another topic that we always talk about when y'all talk about i don't know what to get my nigga i don't know what to get you don't pay attention to that nigga because again carve them table niggas are men are not really complex when it comes to what makes them happy we show it often what did that nigga do in his free time what did that nigga buy in his free time what does that nigga enjoy? If you can answer those three questions, you know exactly what to get him, nigga. Like it's it's not that hard. So for y'all like I don't know what to get for nigga. He never tell me what he want. He show you every goddamn day. Y'all just don't pay attention. Shorty paid attention. Found a, a cost efficient way to show that she was paying attention. And and half the half the TL called her a pick me a simp ass trick ass bitch. It's just like those sorts of conversations make me want to make sure me and beloved are always right. Cause I'm not going back out there. Like I see those sorts of conversations. I just apologize to beloved for whatever I may have done wrong. Right. Like you see that shit. I'm like, you know what? Let me make sure she's okay. You, you good. You hungry. (laughs) Like Cause I'm hell no. If we're in a, if we're in a a era that thinks that that shit is pick me, I don't want to go back. The street's cold anyway. And speaking of the streets being cold, there's this thread that went viral about the worst thing a woman has done on a first date. And I am just going to read you some of the answers because I want you to know that women are not good people. OK, so what is the worst thing a woman has done on the first date? One person answers, walked my walked my date to her car after a two hour dinner, only to find she left her kid in the car the entire time. Wait. What? Yes, she she already went on a date and left her child in the car while she went to dinner. Okay. Um. What else? <laughs> I was at a restaurant and this girl pinches me hard as fuck, like five or six times, like to the point I almost hit her. Next day, my arm my arm is all cut up from the pinches, so I text her and tell her. She's like, "That's what you get for being light skinned." What? Yes. Shorty, pinched that man six times, had him all bruised up. <laughs> and then, and then said, that's what you get for being light-skinned. Um, another one, and this one is a judging on both of them. Invited me to the crib knowing she ain't pay her electric bill. I smashed in the freezing cold and never called her again. <laughs> Nigga, but who's the
1: real whore there?
0: That's what I'm saying. Nigga went full. Got to see it through, my boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, you... Alright, so
0: twofold. Oh no, I'm judging both. I'm judging both of these niggas because you go in and, and you it's clear that Shorty has not paid her electric bill. It, it, you you stay. Listen, there's been a couple of times back in my you know what I'm saying my, my my pre-delivered days. I've gone over to somebody's house and I've seen the condition that their house is in. Because again, I'm not my house is not dirty. It, it may be messy. but it, It's clothes everywhere because I have way too many clothes. I need to get rid of some, but it's not dirty. And I'm never going to invite. Anybody to my house if it's dirty, I don't believe in that. But some of the people that invited me over to their residences did not believe in the same thing I believed in. I go in, and I see a whole bunch of dirt and shit. I, first and foremost, you you listen, I nigga, I will make up an excuse to leave so fast. I will, I will text, I will text you like, hey, call me in ten minutes and and say there's an emergency, like, cause or or like, you know what, I'm I'm not feeling too good, whatever, cause. No, and you, and, you, and you expect me to give you dick in this environment? Psh, please. So, yeah, no. Nah, nigga need to have high, higher standards, but I could keep going on. verse. approximately, last I checked, there's 6,000 quote tweets and about another 3,000 replies. All of women being absolutely not good people.
1: So, here's my thing. We already know niggas ain't shit. So, and niggas, y'all hate accountability just as much as we do, but I guess that's a different topic.
2: We are focusing on y'all right now. Thank you very much.
1: Heard. But, like I said, women, I, like, women are very short-sighted. And the only thing I tell niggas is stop dating. Stop dating them. Literally. And the reason why I like niggas and their Easy ass pickup lines, the bullshit that they say out of their mouths, because at one point in time, somebody responds. If we just stop dating people who are absolutely fucking losers, they might stop being losers. But, y'all like to entertain Boza, Bozia the clown. And, y'all just upset because niggas clown makeup typically comes from CVS. Bitches clown makeup comes from support. Uh, just, if
2: we stop dating clowns, they might change. Or also, they'll date other bullying clowns. <laughs> bullying and stay clean the
1: fuck away from me. Also, bullying works.
0: And I'm absolutely okay with bullying people in the team. And that's what I'm trying to use our platform for. But you can't. <laughs> is bullying these trash ass women into doing better. <laughs> because you know what? They, they need to. Because, again, I'm also bullying these niggas into not dealing with these trash-ass women. Know your worth, Kings. You niggas giving up. You niggas are giving up your draws and Shorty won't even think about getting you anything. No. That's no. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Kevin, you like
1: this
0: yes, but I, I, again, women are not good people <laughs> is the moral of this story. <laughs> oh my God. Right, God. Ah, speaking of not good people. All right, so first things first. The Baseball Hall of Fame announced their uh, list. So Baseball Hall of Fame, you know, is like the museum of the greatest people of all time. The problem with the Baseball Hall of Fame is they've also decided to be the moral police. So, you know, writers and, you know, journalists vote in and you've got to get at least like 75% of the vote to be a Hall of Famer, right? High standards. On the ballot for the last year, for the, and you get 10 years to be voted in, otherwise it's whatever, right? Um, on the ballot for the last time this year, included um, the great. Some people call it the greatest pitcher to ever live in Roger Clemens. Some people say the greatest hitter to ever live, Barry Bonds, and you know a couple other people. But those are the main two. As long as someone else on, the, on who's there for the first time, David Ortiz. So it'd be like if we had a rock and roll Hall of Fame, but like really, or like a you know a music Hall of Fame it'd be like Prince and Michael Jackson would be Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds, like two people who are just so far ahead of everyone else that it's like, it's actually thickening to compare, compare them to other people, right? But the problem is both Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens um, have been, you know, being just like people who use steroids, right? They've never been, they were never like suspended, but like it came out like kind of, you know, A little bit after the fact, or like towards the end of a career, that like, yeah, they are probably using steroids. Um, and Kirk Schilling is 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 a similar case, but instead of steroids, he just he just turned into like an alt right idiot, right? Like stop the steal, like Trump supporter, all that shit. So in this case, it would be like say Prince and Michael Jackson will have like, I mean, they both had skeletons, but say it was like, I don't know what just happened. It'd be like. You know how Prince and Michael Jackson have have their own skeletons, right? But it'd be like say it came out that like Prince didn't produce half as music that he said he did, that he said he did, or that Michael ja- or that Michael Jackson had, you know, didn't sing every record, right? Like like Ghostwriters, right? But again, even before they had, it'd be like say Michael Michael Jackson had like a Ghostwriter or like some help. In like the last couple albums, like not bad thriller off the wall, but like invincible and like dangerous. Right. But you need so many voters to, you know, get yourself in. So the last so the last time they voted was just this past week.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Neither one of them, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds got in right now. Barry Bonds is the greatest. Hitter that a lot of people's ever seen in their life. So I'm going to give you some numbers that make a sense, right? Every other baseball player has only won a maximum of like three MVPs, right? So that'd be like every r&b singer has only won a max of like three Grammys, right? And then you have one person who's won like seven Grammys, right? Barry Bonds won seven MVPs. <laughs> so like he's double the next best person, right? And he won most of those Grammys before he started using the, the the help, the performance enhancers, whatever the case may be. So it's just like in, in a, a museum in a in a place that's designed to tell the history of baseball. You have a mu- you have a Hall of Fame that doesn't have the, the the person who has the most hits, which is Pete Rose, who's lifetime banned from um, from M- Major League Baseball for betting on games, which is legal now. The home run hitter, which is Barry Bonds, or the person with the most Cy Youngs, which is like the pitcher version of the MVP in Roger Clemens. That'd be like having the Hall of Fame without Prince, Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones, like people who, oh, okay. people who are like yeah. instrumental to like music is <laughs> not on there because of some, you know, moral thing. But the person who got elected, Dave Ortiz. Um, also had a little bit of a PED scandal, but he was likable, right? People just, people fuck with dude, people fuck with him versus, you know, people didn't necessarily fuck with Bonds or Roger Clemens. David Ortiz won and he got shot up after his career was over by his mistress's boyfriend, who was a cartel leader, and threw two more of his mistresses, showed him to the hospital along with his wife. So we're not talking like someone who was super clean here either, but because people liked him, he got in. And so it's just it's so it'd be like if you know what I'm saying. Say Beyonce, you know what I'm saying. Knock on wood, caught an assault charge or beating Jay Z's ass, right? Okay.
1: But Did you say like was that
0: possible? That's why I'm saying it. Like she say she caught an assault charge for beating Jay Z. Say instead of Talange in elevators, Beyonce in the elevator, right? That'd be like people using that against her to discredit all of the musical and, like, cultural accomplishments that she's done to not eventually put her in the Hall of Fame. Or, for example, Jay-Z's getting in- inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Say say people use him cheating on Beyonce as a reason to keep him out, right? Like, nothing with his actual music and talent.
1: I am not the one to ask
0: about that kind of shit, because I would say I'll allow it, but... Boo! Tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes! Boo! <laughs> I'm a little biased. But, okay, but that, that'd be the same thing, right? Like, Yeah, you, you did all of these things, got all these Grammys, but you cheated on Beyonce, so we're not going to acknowledge all the stuff you did musically. That's what we're dealing with here. But also, a lot of voters are like you because they were like, they ha- they hold the sanctity of the game with such high standard. They're like, be- they're basically the, the sports version of, of Beyonce is my fave, so no, you can't get in. That's what they're be doing with like the PED stuff, even though Logically, it doesn't make sense, but a lot of people have their own personal biases and are making themselves kind of matter more than they should. So that's the Hall of Fame thing. And also, something local, the Bengals are in the AFC Championship game?
1: I know. Look at me. I watched the game twice.
0: Did you watch it or did you drink while while
2: it was on?
1: (laughs) What's the difference, Calvin? Don't rain on my goddamn parade. (laughs) I am
2: hurt.
1: I saw the Bengals win. Twice now, which means that I am officially their good luck arm. I am the reason they have made it into AFC. I might as well be the second thing sitting on Joe Burrow's face. Like I ill
0: ill Ew. Ew. It's almost Black History Month, and you're talking about riding a white man's face. That's disrespectful.
1: Is it? Yes. I thought Joe Burrow was good in everything.
0: N- no, no, he's he a he's from Athens, Ohio. <laughs> okay. That man, that man does not meet the standards of <laughs> of, of relative blackness for you. Um, so, what's, so what's going on is basically the Bengals are shocking the world. Um, they have their first win against the Raiders, you know what I'm saying, real, real close. And so then they go to Tennessee, which is the number one seed. So Tennessee finished with the best record in the conference that year. A lot of people said they weren't the best team, but they finished with the best record. They'd be like, It'd be like that year Macklemore won the Grammy over uh, over Kendrick Lamar. Like mm-hmm. technically, you won the league, but we all know you're not the best team. That's kind of what happened with Tennessee versus a team y'all about to play, the Kansas City Chiefs. So the Kansas City Chiefs played.
1: Had, my back. Go ahead. You said the team we about to play. Like I'm,
0: about, I'm finna suit up. Now, I mean, you, you the good luck charm. You the one that want to sit on Joe Burrow's face next to the fake Cartiers. I thought you was, I thought you was I'm riding. So-
1: Absolutely talking shit, guys. Clearly. Clearly. Listen, how I feel about it is this. I live in Cincinnati. I'm from here. I am. It's not a terrible idea to root for the home team. You know what I mean? Like, I'm from here. Why not? It's the camaraderie. It's the social aspect of it. And honestly, it's a big fucking deal. Like, it's a huge problem for the city. Even if we don't win. Knock on wood. Move out the way, Alex. Shut up. Don't speak awful things. All oh, Whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. It, the What sport in this city is going to look like next season, like homecoming already is fucking off that. Now that UC has, with the performance that UC had next year, listen, it's going to be off the chain here next year, next season for both teams. So either way, I consider this a success, and I love what it's bringing to the city. I love the it. energy. It's,
0: it's definitely bringing energy. Um... <laughs> Sometimes the energy is a little too much because the, the time we both were outside after the wild card weekend, we saw some shit over there.
1: <laughs> Nigga, I absolutely did, and I lost my keys. I have yet to find my keys. I know they're in the house. They're in here. I lost.
0: But you know, if 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 the, if the Bengals somehow pull it off this week, man, the delirium that the city is going to be in is going to be very interesting to see and watch for sure. Oh, absolutely.
1: Weekend in
0: the city, go be filthy. Oh, the city was already filthy. The city was filthy the last two weekends. I've seen it in person and and online. Oh, y'all niggas are gross. Absolutely gross. Foul. Foul, horny, all that shit. Y'all niggas was doing a lot. And and people, (laughs) and, and I realized I kind of dropped like a nuclear bomb on the timeline and didn't explain myself, but that's okay. If you were there, you saw it.
1: Yeah, dog, that's not even no shit I want to get into. I, I was just like, bro, what? I'm confused. I've, and she kind of like...
0: I, don't, I, I was know. judging both of them. Right? Obviously, I'm, oh, judging, I'm, judging, I'm judging Buddy for what he tr- attempted to do. But I'm also judging Shorty because like, you low-key allowing this. Stop. Like, you're standing there. Like, go... If it's that deep, go home. Go home. And I'm not saying this as someone who's judging for ve- We've all been we've all been there. But if I'm at the point where I'm I'm actively trying to attempt some bullshit in the middle of the function, take me home. Y'all don't care about each other. If you're trying, man, listen. I could I could. I don't want to do a deep dive. No pun intended on that. But just know, y'all niggas was wildin'.
2: Y'all niggas was wildin'. So two things I want to. But the number one my thoughts on uh, this trigger
1: warning guy and, um, unfortunately passed um, through circumstances through circumstances that were that were of his own his own doing, and as a mother I struggle with that Virginia ain't gotta be for nobody you know what I mean she's one of the most well received and, and overall loved and revered black actress and she does her fucking thing and that doesn't that, of course not to say that that just because of as a, as a professional that speaks to his mom but as a mom I would like to assume that Jeannie King is a great mother you know what I mean and I'm, like obviously loved her son the way that she spoke about him in her interview she loved her baby
2: right but burying your child goes against that, goes against the laws. It's, it's not so, the cycle of life we're supposed to do.
1: It's not the cycle of life that we're supposed to do. And the way that it happens is chilling. Because you can only hope and pray if you're giving your child everything that they need. And you're validating them in the world. And then to be a you know, king and have to affirm your child. Your and the internet can be a very dark and And kids have, they be having time on their hands to dive into that. And sometimes, and I'm not trying to, of course, her son was a grown ass man, but he's still a younger. And Calvin, we're still of the generation that grew up without, you know, we know what it feels like to have to be inside before the street like Right. I was a Latin kid. You know what I mean? I grew up a little a little, a little bit more, indif- uh, not even a little bit, way more independent than the And, Way more independently than my niece and will have because
2: they live a very time. and through them. And to hear a young man, young black, and just and there's, it's. I'm trying to.
1: I'm trying not to swell in emotion. I I hate but as a mom you can only just assume that you did everything every every everything that you took. and provide every every everything and do whatever it is in your power to make sure that she the whole
2: and love seen by and affirmed and protect. But eventually they go up the world and they have battles that they fight. It, That they don't tell you and you only pray
1: that they know that before it gets there before you feel the need to be there that there's something or someone or somehow and
2: I don't know and also someone who's been on the other side of that, very close to that Um, especially now and I don't know how to like, Yeah, all know me and words kind of hate each other. But, and it sounds really cliche, but everybody has something going on. Everybody.
1: Nobody is, you know, life's sweet. And, and it may be so. Life is sweet. But you never know if somebody is thinking, feeling, acting, going through, moving through, grieving, overcoming, silently battling in their head about it. you never know. Truly, truly you never know. Sometimes even with my friends, I pray that y'all are making it battles y'all talking about. I pray that you know that when you want to talk to me about it, I'll get talk. If
2: you don't want to talk on to my company, that's fine too. I just want one
0: my thought. I I, I, I one thing that I learned and I've I stole I stole this from someone else. So I can't if so I can't take credit for it. Right? Is if if you know again because sometimes the person going through something doesn't really know how to kind of verbalize what they need. Right? Because you when you're in the darkness, you can't see shit but the dark. So one thing that I've I've learned, and I'm gonna try to implement is if somebody who's is honest with me and I ask them how they're doing, and they're like, I'm not doing well. I'm going to add. all right, which, which is fine. I'm like, you know, what, what do you need? And we're like, I'm not sure. And I'm like, okay, I'll give you three options. We could talk about it. I, could, we could, I can give you a distraction or I can give you some space. Because that way, when you kind of narrow those things down for someone, it's like it, it, it helps that person maybe figure out what they're looking for from you at that time without having to like, Do too much heavy lifting as far on the mental side, as far as figuring that out, right? Like it's like, all right, look, we could talk about what's going on with you, which is fine. We, I could distract you. We could go, we could go figure out some other shit, or I can just give you some space. I'm cool with any of these options. That's why I suggested them. So if you told me like, hey, I just need some space right now, I can't be like, oh, damn, for real? No, I gave you that option for you to choose it if you need it. That way, you try to again. As someone who struggled to verbalize what I've needed when I've been in those spaces, it's just trying to give people those options. It's it's it's, it's, it's similar, but obviously different levels of like, if if somebody don't know where they want to eat, give them, give them some options like, okay, do you want this, this, or this? And they're like, eh, out of those three, maybe I think I want this. Or I definitely don't want that. Just, again, to try to help people because communication is so key, but it's hard. It's the times where we need to communicate the most is often the hardest for us to do so, right? Um, and you know, I, my my prayers go out to, uh, to that brother. I also, it's fucked up that we f- like we found out about that from someone who's not Virginia King, right? We found out from like the, the gossip blogs and the new and the TMZs of the world, like that. But we've we've talked yeah, too many times so. about we've talked so many times about like the the griminess that is TMZ, but we ain't got to rehash it, but. You know what I'm saying? I pray I pray for that brother because um as a black man like our mental health really does matter and it ma- and it matters in a way that is specific to us. Um you know what I'm saying? That's why I got to give credit to the people who are making those inroads to try to you know do that like the, the Instagram play- page the Express Yourself Black Man like the people in our area that that's doing like you know what I'm saying, the black man's mental health shit like even on a black man who are attempting to go to therapy and not only attempting to go to therapy, but also like openly talking about it. So you, so it doesn't feel destigmatized. Like the people who are out here doing the work, like you got to give, you got to give your credence and your, and and, and your applause to them because like y'all see the stats, like men are like three times more likely to like commit suicide. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like 75, 75 men, like take their own life a day. Like, you know what I'm saying? The numbers are the numbers. And, and so it's just, it's, it's, that triggered me because as someone who struggled with his own mental health and again, being very close to, 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 to taking the route he, he ultimately chose to take, like, you, 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 you you can empathize because I've been there where you think that the only way to not only help yourself, but to like help the people that love you is to remove yourself because you feel like you're too much of a burden. So it's, it's, it's 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 something that I pray that whoever whoever hears this, like man, I, I pray that you that you don't have to go through it. But if you go through it, like you know, you're not alone, bro. Like you're not alone. And if you ever feel like you're alone, and and, and you know me in any way, shape, form, or fashion, please do not hesitate to reach out. Like I, I, I'd rather I'd rather hear your story a hundred times over than read your eulogy, bro. And that's on everything I love, bro. So like if if you know what i'm saying if i can do anything and i'm not you know what i'm saying like i ain't got to put everybody's business out there but the people who who listen to this know i mean that dead fuck serious like i will drop everything i'm doing and pull up on you if that's, if that's what if that's what i mean. so like you know what i'm saying we'll just we'll, you know prayers to regina king and, and, and her family prayers to that everyone who loved that brother man because like that that loss as someone who's who survived who's 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 been on the other side and, and ha and, and lost someone in that manner, that loss don't that that wound don't really heal. You just kind of get used to having that hole in your heart, you know what I mean? So Exactly. So my thoughts
1: about Y'all get first face some
0: And and don't and stop tagging when celebrities stop tagging their people in, in in your in your uh you know what I'm saying? Like stop doing that. Oh, stop doing that. Um, one thing that I, I know we wanted to touch upon is um, Lauren Smith-Jones, or it's Lauren Smith-Fields. Smith Fields. Fields. Um Lauren Smith-Fields. You want to you take that? Um,
2: Lauren Smith-Fields was a woman who decided to go on a date and I'm unclear about what she did. And the band decided to and when the police arrived and they said that they were going to investigate that because it looked like a guy. first y'all could guess that the white guy. and two things. I know a couple of my data
1: and been on a date or two from new apps. And of course do your check, your a place, a place, lit somebody has a patient. Live, all that shit, all that, all that thing, all those check and double check as a woman all the time. And it almost makes you feel like
2: it doesn't matter how safe I do if somebody wants to cause me, they're absolutely going to try If somebody wants to do
1: me bad, they're going to do me bad. And there's no amount of preparation for or safety checks that I do. That'll make somebody, if they wanted to
2: kick my fucking door down, not at least try. Because that's what they want to Sometimes, as a woman, even so much as you want to
1: date and be seen, but it can be daunting and, and, and heavy. And I know at the beginning of this episode, we talked a lot of shit about women and accountability, but sometimes women, I'm not mad at women for being deliberately out fucking obnoxious or deliberately outlandish. I don't even be all the way mad when women come out right and ask me asking niggas money before the first date. I'm not too too mad about that. Do I think it's a little absurd? Yes. But absurdity, sometimes a little bit of recklessness and a lot of audacity weeds out a lot of girls because some niggas are gonna be like, "Oh no, nah, she's too much," and not bother. And sometimes that rejection is protection. Sometimes listen. I cringe when I get hit on. Actually, a lot. Anybody who knows me knows that I have a hard time. Very hard time. I typically don't date. men I don't.
0: We could talk with. about your ability to 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 accept compliments at a later date, but we'll we'll keep going.
1: Yeah, I have a hard time. But what 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 scares me is that she wasn't wrong. She was a grown woman. Who obviously trying to explore the dating scene and a man decided to cause harm. And it did it took pressure from the internet. I saw an article that looked like Cardi B is now involved. Like it took an, an an insane amount of pressure to get that local town to investigate a black woman. When you had, what was her name? The white girl who went on the road trip with her fiance. And her fiance ended up driving the car. Uh, back in
0: short shit. Days fuck. Days. Uh, Gwen it, or something. I don't fuck. I don't know.
1: I can't remember her name at the moment. Let me do my Googles. But her, you mean to tell me there were entire blogs and internet things set up specifically to find this girl and get to the bottom of it and all
2: these rabbit holes full of investigation? And Lawrence Smithfield barely broke the news. That should happen very close to home. Like, and they
0: ruled, what fucked with me was, they ruled the death accident, or, or accidental overdose and, and and listed all the drugs they found in her system. I'm like, man, they found fentanyl, all types of shit. Like, I'm like, look, like, that white man clearly drugged her. Like, clearly drugged her. Because, like, yeah. Like, first and foremost, we already talked about like a lot of these deaths with fentanyl. Y'all calling them overdoses are really poisoning because the person who's taking the fentanyl does not know that we're taking the fentanyl again. Never point, never death. Uh, clearly, c- clearly drugged her. Like, clearly, drugged her. It slipped something in it, whatever. Like,
1: I think what bothers me the most is that it hits close to home because not only did this happen, it, I'm not mistaken. That should
0: happen in A. I I thought it happened in in, in another city, but I let me I thought it happened in like California, but I could be wrong.
1: No, because I, I swear if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw this on WLW.
0: But you are shall we? You know what I'm saying? But also while while we're looking it up, I do think that also like this shows like even the intersection of White privilege and male privilege, right? Because let's okay, let's be real. If the same story happened and the dude was black, we he, he would not be getting he. They wouldn't have let him go because he seemed like a nice dude, right? Okay,
1: my bad. So it did make okay. Boom! It did make national. It did make national news, and that's why WLW...
0: Shorty was from Connecticut, right? I think Shorty was from Connecticut.
1: Correct. So. Like I said, and the white girl I was talking about earlier was Gabby. Yeah, And we talked about her as well. But that's what I'm saying. Black women go missing and nobody bats a fucking eye. This white girl comes up missing. It's mysterious enough enough for people in these internet students to bring so much awareness that it's overwhelming becomes national news, national festivals. We pour all these resources into it. And it takes literally influence from Cardi B to get any type of recognition for this.
2: For this. It, it had
1: been circling on, 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 I seen it on my Twitter feed for like maybe about a week or two. And then I'm like, okay, what the hell is it? Like missing sign? And then it was like, okay, she's
2: dead. And we're not
0: asking for the for Gabby Petitos, right? We're not asking for their story to be told less. It's that Lauren's story should be told more. Um like the you know it takes several days later outrage for it to you know kind of pick up like and even I look at it like you know what I'm saying, even similar to you know the ahmad Arbery killing you know and 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 his murder like it took public pressure for the the d a to even press charges like it took it took like social media and like twitter and like to be like, wait a minute, these men shot this man while he, and you're not even going to press charges? Like, it took um, months of pressure for Jason Mead to be arrested and, 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 and charged with something and, and, and the death of Casey Goodwin. And I want to shout out, um, you know what I'm saying, Sean Walton for, 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 for his work on that case. It t- like, our stories takes months and weeks and prolonged, like, social media pressure to get the bare minimum I'm like let's take a second look at this and so, it, and so the, the heroin question is how many of these cases are falling by the wayside because we just don't have the energy to push every single shit like there's a, there's a black man um, I, I can't even remember his name there's a black man who got invited to a cabin you know what I'm saying For, from his white coworker invited to a cabin on some, on, some, on some you know bonding shit got shot eight times and died, and ain't no one been charged. Like it's just certain these stories pop up every single time with black men, with black people, and it's just like, come on, dog. Like, like you would honestly, if this was shit was scripted the way that people think it was scripted, they would give us more because they would try to throw us off the set. They'd be like, okay, that's a little too obvious. We got to give them one. We got to give them a couple so they don't catch on. It's like, fam, every single time like a black woman goes missing. Or, or or a black person dies under mysterious circumstances. It, it takes like sustained public outrage for people to take a second look at the shit just to say, Oh, we ain't find nothing. A like, bullshit, go fuck yourself. Like stop playing with me.
2: Lauren Lauren's a reminder that as a woman I like it's cool to be out here
1: fun and games and dates and pop and shot other shit. But there are men out here who have no Want for women, they want, women. they want, they want nothing else from me but that. And there's some men out here who are just hell bent on hurting women. There are certain men who get off on seeing women uncomfortable and cringe and, and fearful. of women.
0: You know what? It honestly, women. honestly, you know who you know. What I'm saying it remind me of, uh, it remind me of Nia. Um, yeah. Nini. Ne- Irami and Nini, because like she, you know, what I'm saying like her situation was very similar. Honestly, like, right. like eerily similar, and, and and that's how we lost. That's how we lost that beautiful soul. And like, you know, what I mean, like, it's just it's, it's a certain thing. And like, we we like you said, we say all the time. And I'm not, we say all the time. Like, you know, we tell women to you know be safe, protect themselves, do this, do that, and the third. And a lot of it comes out of a genuine place of like we want you to protect yourself. But like you said, if 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 a perpetrator wants to do something to you, he gonna try, or she. You know what I'm saying? She gonna try. Like like we could like even in 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 scenarios, I could do all I could do all the things: lock my doors. You know what I'm saying? Make sure I, I don't fumble with my keys while while right. while while I'm in the dark. Do all of this stuff. But someone wanna come and rob me? They gonna try. Off. It. No matter how many preventive scenarios I done did and how many self-training and self-defense classes if someone wants to come up and smoke me, they gonna try. Like, and, and just understanding that, like, I think that it's fucked up, but we've accepted to a point that the, there's going to be a, a certain subsection of, like, sickos and certain subsection of just, you know what I'm saying, like, fucked up people. So, our, our motivation is to try to protect the non-fucked up people from the fucked up people instead of trying to like eradicate not eradicate, or trying to like stop the fucked up people. Does that make sense?
1: <laughs> it does.
0: I know I said that weird but like, you know what I'm saying, we we treated like, we gave up on trying to like stop the fucked up people from doing fucked up shit. So now we're just focusing on like how to prevent the non-fucked up people from getting caught with the shit. Like it's just, it's a lot.
2: One of those just find like be fun, young, date, enjoy yourself, but section like just have to always be a little bit, a little bit. But um I would like to end this on a positive Go ahead, girl.
1: We, January is the armpit of the year. I don't give a fuck. January is slow it is musty, it's cold, it is this, it's typically just the recovery from the busy-ass two months that are, but a lot of people like January as a trial month for their goals, and a trial month of saying, okay, I I tried to establish this, or I tried to, or my attempt at establishing this, what can I tweak, or this is where I ended up performance-wise at work, or my relationship year blah blah blah. So like a lot of people use January as the month to start their goals to get a running start. January is
0: a hangover of a year.
2: It really fucking is and it's literally my least favorite. I hate it. however so January does not set the pace of the year.
1: It does not. It, I think January, honestly, is the year to tie up, is the month to tie up loose things. New Year's, Christmas, a Thanksgiving, holiday season, and period can just be real, a real fucking drag. And you put a lot of things on the back burner because you're trying to shuffle time, create moments and memories for the holidays. So by the time you get back to your desk or you get back to your typical or life or life as, as you typically put, it's January, and you're trying to still tie up those loose January is the end is tying up the and ironically enough the new moon this this the new moon is on January 31st. Perfect fucking time. Set those intentions, y'all. If y'all don't hear me say anything else this uh or on this podcast, set some fucking and be real about it. Get exactly what you want, say it exactly what you want, and go first, go forth as if it already is. Manifestation requires a little bit of delusion. You got it, a little bit of uh, just a smidge of, you know, how's the air up there? Because you're definitely in La La Land, but you have to walk it. You have to walk in order, to believe in order to walk, it, and then the walk kind of happens for you. So use January to tie up loose ends, set some real intentions during this new moon. Understand that we got maybe a week in a shadow period left your grave bitch made it. In this retrograde, if you got your ass whooped, really focus in on the shit that whooped your ass and tie that shit up. Complete it. Get it off your desk. It's whooping your ass because you're not addressing it. So this is me, your homegirl, the love of your life, Allie Nicole, telling you right now, that thing that's pressing you, get it off the way. Don't leave. The, leave that shit in the month of January as completed. Yo, no. I
0: love y'all. This is your girl, Allie Nicole. It's your boy, C. Diddy. We are out of here. Peace. Hey. Yo, I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Little mama playing good defense. Two seconds on the clock, I'm gonna score. About to shoot, about to shoot, about to shoot my shot. Yo, about to shoot, about to shoot, about to shoot my shot. Yo. Girl that pick you posted, I swear. Seen your never stole your t-shirt. Yo nigga lost, I'm a rebound. About to pull up on your ass skirt. I remember you from way back. You was twerking at the kickback.